Welcome everyone to the Holstein House Podcast. I'm the West Virginia woman, Robin of RobinHolstein.com and Holstein House, where my guests get a great night's sleep at a fair rate plus breakfast. This is a podcast that looks at society and culture issues affecting families in West Virginia and the United States, from food preparation and storage, gardening, home repairs, current events, and more. We'll go around the table and back in 60 minutes or less. So let's hang out and talk. Hello. Good evening. I'm still trying to get my rumble feed going. It's actually playing, but I need to... um, Find the link so I can. Sh- oh, there it is. So I can share it. Oh, there's nothing really going on. Nothing at all. It's just been. It's the first Monday I've had in a long time to myself uh, in the evening, and I've got. I'm working on my. Um, stuff. <laughs> I'm supposed to be working on my stuff for the. Um, the workshop on Wednesday, and um, that workshop is a general discussion on canning. I'm going to take my um, uh, my canners. I've got a bunch of them. I'll put a picture up later. I, I haven't set them all out. I'm, I need. I've got to get them. It's a couple of them are in boxes. I need to get them out and set them up and set them out, and then I'll get a couple good pictures. Um, some of them are really, really vintage. I've got a couple that are, um, <laughs> it's just, it's crazy the way they clamp. Um, one is so tiny. Uh, Mr. Olstein found it for me. One is so tiny and it has a, um, I mean, you couldn't even get jelly jars in there. I don't know. And we, I thought it was just a pressure cooker, but we found a couple references to it that it was a small home pressure canner. I don't know what kind of jar you would have gotten into it because to the way you have to put the lid in and then crank it down, the lid would bang the jars. So I, <laughs> I'm not sure what it is. I actually think it's a pressure cooker. And I think that the sites that we're looking at have it mislabeled because it's, it's, um, there's just no way, there's just no way you could get, uh, get a jar in there. So I'm going to, um, I'm going over here on Iris, which is a Noster, Um, client and I'm going to post a couple of uh, links here one for the uh, uh, unscheduled live on rumble and there's the um, there's the link for that and let me do this oops not that this one how was your Monday I know it's it's September 11th and all of the um, television and everywhere you look, people are talking about um, the attack on the United States in the New York, Pennsylvania and Washington, D.C. And, and, and it, it's, it needs to be remembered. It's just so overwhelming. Um, everybody's saying, where were you? Where were you? I mean, I know where I was. <laughs> you probably know where you were. But you can share that if you want. I don't care. Um, unscheduled live on YouTube. I'm not. Um, I'm not feeding this over to um, to Facebook. I. Um, I'm in a mood. I'm in a mood, and I just. I'm kind of not interested in. Um, in uh, Facebook today, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm sorry, but I just kind of am not. Um, it's been a very difficult day, and I'm struggling. I know, <clears throat> and I'm not the only one. And I'm not the only one that runs a business from their home. I'm not the only entrepreneur. I'm not the only solopreneur. I'm not the only woman business owner. I'm not the only person on this planet that has difficult days. And I tell you, sometimes they just come in 
in bushels, don't they? Difficult days sometimes roll into difficult weeks and difficult months. I tell you what. Yes, it is what you think you see. I don't usually do that, but treating myself today. Um, so a lot of you guys know that in addition to running the B&B, running the household, um, the chickens and ducks and the dogs and the cats and um, everything else that I have going on here at Holstein House, I have a large responsibility for my father. Now, my father is still able to take care of himself. He still feeds himself, bathes himself, does all those things, dresses himself. Uh, I have a relative that lives with him. Uh, actually, I have two relatives that live with him. And uh, so they're there. Somebody's there all the time with him. Um, somebody's providing food for him, whether they cook it or whether they go get it. It, it You know, somebody's there. Um so I'm not over there 24-7 or anything like that. And I'm not trying to martyr myself or anything like that. But I, um, oh, oh, comment, comment, comment. Propaganda Daily. Well, hello there, Propaganda Daily. Play nice. Um, I, my dad's health is in decline. I mean, he's 83 years old. He's not a healthy 83 years old. He is a retired UMW coal miner. He uh, he spent uh, in excess of 20 years in the UMW mines, coal mines. He um, he also was an over-the-road truck driver. He was a local uh, truck driver. He hauled coal. He hauled logs. He hauled um, chemicals. He hauled a little bit of everything in tankers, in um, log trucks, and flatbeds. I mean, he just he's done a little bit of everything. And uh, so his health is not that great in Appalachia. A lot of people who have had to work in the mines, work in trucking um, and things, they don't, their health isn't that great. And he, you know, come of age and was a young adult and a young father in a period of time where, yeah, there was some safety regulations, but most people just kind of chuckled at them and went on their way. And we can look back and we know better, you know. <clears throat> Even today, some of the safety regulations that are supposed to be in place, people kind of snub their nose at and move on about their day. <clears throat> so, you know, he's he's 83 and this is starting to catch up with him. And he is having some um, chronic health issues that flare up and he's having occasional sudden health issue. And when these things happen, um, I'm the one that takes him to the medical appointments and uh, pick you know, and talks with the doctors and helps him out with those kind of things. I don't manage his checkbook, but I am, I do t his deposits and things because he doesn't drive very far much. Well, actually, in the past couple months, he doesn't drive at all, but I anticipate that will change. I just, it, not yet. Uh, so what happens, what got me started today is, um, He's had a couple of UTIs and he gave me a call yesterday and said, that, well, last week he was supposed to have had a heart cath that was postponed because of a UTI. So he's been on antibiotics for a week. He called me yesterday evening, oh, I don't know, five or six o'clock and said, I don't think the medicines is helping me uh, get a hold of the doctor. I need another urine test, see if they need to give me a different antibiotic. <laughs> this is TMI in it too much information but I just kind of want to give you a background of of uh, of how I got to where I am this evening <laughs> and um oh, I've got too many things happening at the same time here <laughs> I I called the doctor's office this morning she said bring him in at 1 30 any time now he has a, had a regularly scheduled appointment on Thursday, but he didn't want to wait. He was worried about waiting. So I had to throw a grenade into my plan for the day because you you all, most of you of a certain age know that if you're trying to get uh, fit into a medical appointment, um, you know, as, as, as we take walk-ins kind of thing and they're trying to fit you in, it takes forever to get in. So his appointment was at 1.30. It was a quarter to three before he was seen. 
And then he wanted to go get something to eat, which I'd never begrudge my dad something to eat. And then I got him back and it was almost five o'clock before I got him home after all of that. And it just, it just, it messes your day because the things that I had planned to do today, I couldn't do. Uh, with the exception of one, and that was get the contractor paid for the roof. So now the doghouse, which we lovingly call the doghouse, is under roof. And I can begin the process of uh, clearing some stuff out of there. I, I mean, I kind of could have before, but it was, I mean, there was a hole in the roof. It rained in there. There was no point in doing a whole lot because of, of the, you couldn't, you know, close it off. And there was always rain and damp and wind and stuff. So now it's closed off. And um, I can start working on that. Well, that's part of what I was going to do today was... Um, after I got the, the contractor paid, I was going to go out there and start pulling out some of the things that are that can't be donated, you know, things that are just trash uh, and try to separate, a, you know, a, a, a pile over here of things that are going to be donated away and a pile of here things that need to be put in in uh, large bags and trash and, and, you know, hauled away. Well, you know, that didn't happen. Now, tomorrow is our regularly scheduled um, Tuesday live tomorrow morning and I'll, that's at 10 o'clock so if you guys are are hanging around or you see this later today on Tuesdays at 10 a.m. I do a um, a live broadcast as well on these same bat channels and I, I, I discuss things more specifically to running the B&B &B from home and homesteading and, and small uh, urban homesteading and stuff like that. So um, it's a little more focused, <laughs> a little more focused. But so anyway, I, I got him to the appointment today. But the, the bigger point is, is we is the need to be both flexible and have a way to manage your stress when you're dealing, especially with older parents. Now, there are all kinds of situations. I have a cousin who she's a couple years, uh, I think she may be four years younger than me, but she had a grandchild that was born with a genetic um, condition that they knew she wouldn't live into double digits. But they kept, um, and she had these terribly severe continuous seizures and the young she the young girl she lived I think she was four uh, the family knew that she you know she wasn't gonna be here long but you can have a situation where you have a child that's struggling not and I'm not saying um, a, a terminal illness I don't mean I'm just saying an illness in general uh, children who are born with illness, children, children with chronic illness, children with developmental dis disabilities, things that cause you not to have a traditional or a routine or a standard lifestyle. So even if you are working from home, working your nine to five from home or working your uh, eight to four from home or working your four to twelve from home, uh, and your kids are there and the dogs and the cats and the chickens and the ducks are all there. You can still have these things come up that cause you stresses. And if you have something that is a long term situation, like actually I pray that my father sees because I don't want to lose him anytime soon. But he's been struggling with his health for a long time. It can, it can really interrupt your day. It can interrupt your plans. It can interrupt, um, you know, weeks on end. There's been times when dad was really sick. He was in the hospital for um, a week with a really bad infection. And um, uh, actually, it was a skin infection. It was a um, an abscess under the skin. And um, he... Uh, he let it go too long before he went to the doctor. And by the time, you know, the doctor gives him some antibiotics. Um, it didn't have a chance to take hold before this thing turned the corner and got kind of bad. And he says, I just don't feel good. I need to go to the hospital. 
So we take him to the hospital and while he's, you know, changing into the hospital gown and stuff, I see this horrible place on his shoulder and I pointed it out to the nurse in the ER near, he kind of like, um, yeah, I think I need to get somebody else to look at that. So he gets somebody in there that has to, you know, open that and drain it, and stitch it and pack it and all that stuff. So dad was in the hospital for a week that time. Well, I'm running back and forth to the hospital every day and uh, checking on him and talking to the doctors and, you know, the stuff that comes along with it. And it can be a challenge. And then, you know, along with the rest of life, <laughs> the rest of the things that we tried to do, it can be really stressful. So I just thought, you know, I've got some time to myself this evening. I need to be working on this um, handout, but honestly, I just can't focus. So I thought, well, we'll see. We'll see who all we can get on here to talk today. So, yeah, I see Propaganda Daily has waved, and, and I appreciate that. And be sure and say hello. Let me know you're there, and I'll say hello back. And, I mean, you don't have to contribute if you don't want to. You can just listen if you want to. But so I got Dad to the doctor. And I also... um. Mm, I also, this was something else that I was going to work on today. I don't know if I can get a picture to pull up here on it or not. So I can't hang in there. Oh, uh, Seth, welcome. I was glad to see you. I usually do my lives on the mornings on Tuesdays and Fridays at 10 o'clock Eastern in the United States. I'm glad you stopped by and said hello. Um, it's fun to have people to talk to because a lot of times folks just kind of hang out there. You know, when you're using StreamYard, you get this little symbol up here that tells you how many people are viewing. And what happens is, uh, um, I appreciate you on Nostra. Thanks for keeping it real. Well, I mean, I'm, if anything, um, Seth, I'm real, sometimes a little too much real. This evening, I'm a little too much real. I come home, took a shower. I have no makeup on. I, I have nothing to, <laughs> and Propaganda Daily says, I just found your channel on Nostra. Look forward to watching more in the future. Hope your dad feels better soon. Well, I, dad's going to feel better. I, how long it's going to, how long it's going to be, who knows? Because, I mean, he's 83. Uh, he has relatives in his, um, his mom's, he has a couple sisters not his sisters he doesn't have any siblings his mother's sisters he has a couple that lived into their 100s so he has longevity in his gene pool they weren't very healthy 100s so I, I don't wish that on him because he's a very independent man um he welded a lot of his life along you know and he well he worked in the mines he worked in the um, mechanic shop uh, for the mines doing welding and pipe fitting and, and all that stuff and truck driving. And I mean, he really has been a jack of all trades uh, all of his life. And he's, he's in that, you know, in that age. And um, it's a, it's a challenge. It really is. I'm 58. I don't hide from that because I mean, just what's the point? I could use all the Botox and hair dye and all the stuff in the world, but that's not going to change <laughs> the mileage on this chassis so um i'm 58 uh, i'm at that time in my life where uh my son has grown he lives on his own in virginia my uh well he 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 and his his lady friend <laughs> live in virginia together and uh my father is in the is in the early winter if not midwinter of his life and it's a challenge for me in between these two um and if I can share how I cope or don't cope with the things that I'm going through, and that if that helps somebody else, I'm 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 more more than willing to do that. Um, if you do follow my channel, if you go back and look at some of the things I post, you know that I'm rather active in my church, and so I um, I hold that to uh, very um, tightly to me to my 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 personal faith it's not necessarily about the organized religion 
or the organized denomination that I'm a part of. Uh, but it, um, but my, my personal faith is, is very, very strong. I do have that and I do cherish it. I don't force anybody else to have it, but you know, I think we're all better if we do, but yeah. So dad'll dad'll either get better or he won't. And this is just a conversation a little bit in general of, um, of a particular incident. And that was today. And, um, you know, if you have, uh, have experienced these type of things, whether it's you, your spouse, your significant other, a child, a parent, a cousin, someone you're close to, a friend, um, you know, feel free to chime in. And yeah, I do try to, I do try to stay active over, uh, with the different clients over on Noster. Um, I tend to, I really like Damus. Damus works better for me on my phone as far as reliability with uploads and reliability of um, uh, keeping the act, the feeds uh, current. However, you know, you can't, um, you can't zap with Damus anymore from the iPhone. I do have, um, I do have Primal on my iPhone and it works kind of, <laughs> but it is still in beta. Uh, Seth says, my mom lives with us. She has Parkinson's. It's a blessing and a second job. Yes, my father's mother had Parkinson's, my grandmother, my paternal grandmother, and um she did really well for a long time, but when her voice got so low, it was very difficult to hear her is about the time she had trouble swallowing. And I don't know if they're related or if it just was a um, coincidence of timing. I mean, I know in Parkinson's you have the swallowing issues and, and you also have the, the soft voice. I just don't know if, if the two happened at the same in that same time period is connected um but we noticed uh, my grandmother she started her parkinson's journeys in the 70s and she started with the traditional pill rolling she was uh, left-handed and she would pill roll her left hand and they just treated her with valium and told her it was nerves uh it was later that they put her on dopamine and I'm, I'm grasping to remember. I don't remember a lot because the period of that time that she was uh, dealing with that, I was living in Texas. My dad has essential tremor. He doesn't have technical Parkinson's. So um, it could be related to his welding all of his life. Because you, if you know anything about welding, you um, besides the the helmet and all that stuff you're you have to, there's a motion with your hands that you have to do holding that and now obviously when dad welded this was back you you didn't have the computers and all this stuff you had to dial everything in you you had the stick and you had the electric and you had all the gases and stuff so but anyway there's a motion that you have to do now is his tremor related to uh muscle damage and stuff because of the welding who knows who knows essential tremor is a thing. I knew a girl, her name was Mona. I met her back in the early days of Twitter when we used to have meetups or tweet ups, they called them at the time, um, downtown Charleston, um, for people who use Twitter to meet in person, obviously. And her name was Mona. She's a gorgeous woman. And, um, Mona Segatola Salami. That was her name. Mo Mo I, I'm not making that up. Mona Sagatolislami. I think the last time I heard anything from her, she was in, was she in Chicago? I can't remember if she was in Chicago or not. I want to say it was Chicago when she was working for a local uh, public, public radio uh, station out there. And, um, but she had essential tremor and, but she had it really bad. And when I first met her, she said, uh, um, she, and she shared it straight out. She says, this is not Parkinson's. This is not coffee. This is essential tremor. And I said, all right, 
I never heard of it. I said my grandmother had Parkinson's, but I'd never heard of that. And so she shared a little bit about it with me. And it was later that I, I read up some more on it when dad uh, started having some issues. And I, I didn't look like Parkinson's. Now, he has a bit of a shuffle now. However, one of the things we found out today at his doctor's appointment was um, we kind of heard this before, but it was um, shrugged maybe a little bit by the by the general practitioner. Um, he has, uh, well, we've been in a lot of people, whether you're in West Virginia or Appalachia or not, a lot of people have degenerative dis disorder in the spine. And dad has it pretty bad. And he's been having a lot of pain in the hip. Well, the doctor now believes, his general practitioner now believes that this is due to the, his hip pain is actually a referred pain. The pain is the problem is actually in the spine is the vertebrae on vertebrae. The cushioning is all gone now in this particular area of his back. And um, that's what's causing his hip pain. Well, he thinks it's in his hip when actually it's in his spine and it's scrubbing on some of those nerves that affect the hip. So he's not walking well, which is related to the spine and not the um, essential tremor or Parkinson's. So um, I know that's all boring. <laughs> and I apologize for it being so boring. But uh, it, it just, I sometimes I'll ramble. But I do appreciate you guys stopping in and saying hello. It really, uh, it's really great. And if you're still there, please don't forget to hit the... Um, the uh the uh the like and the and the subscribe maybe subscribe for a little while and then if you don't like it unsubscribe <laughs> and see mostly i do a lot of talking on my uh live shows on um having my my rural um it's cool history is important it is it is and dad dad was telling a little of uh he tells it's, he's not telling the same story as in he's got uh, dementia repeating himself kind of thing. He's telling the same story because it's about his dad. I remember my dad doing this or I remember my dad doing that. And I remember my dad doing something else. And he was telling about when his father left um, left the farm. And uh, so it would be... 1922, I think, 1922, uh, when my grandfather turned 18, he, uh, Pop, Pop didn't use the queen mother of all bad words, but he, uh, he used a couple of words uh, quite a bit, and uh, he would tell dad, we, we were kind of talking about um, processing pigs. It's a long way around how we got to it, but I'd mentioned to dad, I said, there's a lot of guys that I watch on YouTube these days that they don't bother scalding anymore, scalding and scraping. They just take this large flame, flame uh, torch and just burn the hair off, you know. And he said, well, I never heard about that. Pop, he always he called him Pop. Pop used to say, you know, his dad would, you know, test that water. Oh, it's not ready. Oh, it's not ready. Oh, it's hot enough, you know. And dad asked him, he said, well, why? do you not know what temperature it was or how hot it was? And my grandfather was supposed to have said, hell no, I knew as soon as I reached 18, I was leaving that damn farm. <laughs> so my grandfather, he, he wasn't a farmer. He wasn't a farmer. He crossed the Ohio River or road <laughs> and uh, got a job at a um, chemical plant and uh, started, you know, grunt work. And then he he eventually also became a welder and pipe fitter. And he traveled. He traveled. Oh, gosh. He, he actually went to Chicago and Michigan. And um, Chicago, Michigan, Illinois. And there was a different one. I can't remember. Helping to uh, build uh, chemical plants back around the time of the depression before and after um, in the depression, he actually went back to the farm and lived on the farm uh, for a while during the depression. And dad 
frequently repeats that uh, my grandfather said you couldn't tell that there was a depression when you went back to the farm. Nothing had changed back on the farm. Um, whether you want to look at it as they were as rich as they could be on the farm or as poor as they could be on the farm, it didn't matter. They had food, they had clothes, and they had family on the farm. So I missed all of that. Coming up uh, when I did, I was I was born in 65 and I came up uh, in the 70s and stuff, and the family had stopped having the uh, family garden and the family farm. My uh, family that settled here where I live now, uh, well, I was born and raised here, at one point was very large, and they had a, a family, not a community, but a family garden, and they had pigs and they had chickens, but they everybody took care of them, and it was uh, one big family of cousins and everybody and um it uh they took care of each other that way and then as uh as the 70s came through and and you know everything was about buy it at the store and uh the my grandparents and their uh my grandmother's sisters and their husbands and everybody got too old to garden and and farm and stuff they quit and they just went to the store and then my dad there was nobody to teach it to me so I didn't learn it so everything that I do now on my little um, urban homestead here at Holstein house I figured it out for myself for the most part sometimes I figured it out right and sometimes I didn't but uh, so um, for those of you who are listening who who aren't familiar Holstein house uh, is my home and I host a, a room uh, on Airbnb and direct book uh, out of my out of my home with Mr. Holstein here and um, I've I signed up with Airbnb back in 2017. I've been taking direct book bookings since about 2018 early 2020 um, no 2018 early 2019. Uh, so I was doing direct bookings during the worst of the um, Rona outbreak and stuff. Um, I am signed up for those of you guys who are uh, uh, on um, uh, Noster. I did sign up with AirBTC. And um, it is a beta like Airbnb, but it is you pay in in satoshi so i did sign up for that i have not had any takers yet but that's okay they don't have a lot of uh, a lot of properties listed so um i just you know if you're ever coming let me give you my little pitch if you're ever coming to or through west virginia you using the west virginia turnpike interstates 6477 uh, and you're looking for a spot to stay go to robinholstein.com check out Holstein House on the menu and learn there more about our direct book and our Airbnb and AirBTC options for booking our guest room. I am in process of uh, creating some spaces for what I call quick camp. You'll see that also at robinholstein.com under Holstein House. And it's just space. It's not a large campground we're not out in the woods anywhere it would just be a little a little campground a little tent space um pardon me i don't have that up and running i mean i do but i don't i have it uh, it's it's on the website i am uh, i do have it listed uh, in my direct booking software don't have it ready to go yet I have uh, we just had a roof put on a building so the, the contractor just cleared out totally today so I've got a lot of cleanup to do um, well they cleaned up all their stuff but I have some other cleanup to do and some stuff to get hauled off and uh, some things to be donated and some things to be taken away and um, get that all settled and ready before I act you know drop the hammer on that and uh, and go with it but uh, it is so good to have you guys uh, join in and, and listen. And uh, I'm not going to be on here too much longer. I have to get the uh, chickens and ducks put to bed. I do have uh, a small um, poultry 
uh, flock. I have uh, seven chickens and, and seven ducks. My chickens are all girls, so they're all hens. The ducks, I have uh, four girls and um, three boys. And a couple of those boys are going to be going to freezer camp before too long because there's too many boys for the number of girls. <laughs> and I'll probably be doing that myself. I'm trying to gear myself up to do that. And uh, it has to be done. And I'm going to have to do it. So I don't want to. But so in my little homestead, it consists of uh, my my chickens and my ducks and uh, my container garden when it's in season. And of course, it's the end of the season here in West Virginia. So it's all finished up. I need to clean that up. And that's something else that I was going to try to take care of today while the weather was good. Let's get that taken care of. But uh, had to postpone that. But I really, really would like to invite you guys back, uh, if you're up and, and able uh, to listen tomorrow at 10 o'clock Eastern. Um, somebody asked me on uh, Noster here a while back, hey, uh, what is, if you put uh, your, um, your uh, live uh, live stream in UTC, maybe more people will participate. So you know what I did? I got my phone out and I and I flagged UTC. So um, right now UTC is 1221 and it's 821 here. So UTC is like four hours plus four hours. So uh, tomorrow at 10 o'clock Eastern United States and two o'clock UTC. I'll have live uh, Tuesday live. I do have uh, quite a few YouTubes up. The YouTubes uh, are around um, the topic for my YouTube videos focus on food preparation, storage, and uh, um, like canner, like I have a new... Um, I have a new steam canner I use. I know a lot of you guys won't be interested in steam canners, but it's it's a new piece of equipment. So um, equipment used for food storage, uh, the dehydrator, the jars, the lids, the, the, all these things. Um, I've got a couple on just fixing stuff, not a whole lot. Like before you call the plumber to fix your dishwashers, check to make sure your blades aren't clogged up. You know, it's just one of those things. Don't forget to change your filters. Don't forget to change your... Um, uh, the batteries in your uh, smoke smoke detectors and uh, questions and things about running the uh, Airbnb and oh just it's just a uh, just a wide variety of topics I don't I don't I haven't settled down into one really good um, line of uh, of uh, topics some of the folks that I follow on uh, YouTube and different places they are very laser focused and I'm just all over the place and I always have been. I have so many different interests. It's just crazy, but, and I show how, you know, some of the foods that I fix and um, some of the foods I can, like watermelon preserves. Oh my gosh, they're so good. Oh, they're so yummy. And, and you make them from watermelon rinds. And I show how to make, you know, really basic stuff like yogurts and buttermilk and how you can take your yogurt and turn it into cream cheese and how you can take your buttermilk and turn it into um, farmer's cheese and just several different things like that. They're very, very basic and very simple. And I share a lot of those over on Rumble as well. I do have an account over on Rumble. And um, I, I, I haven't been quite as active over there, but I've been trying to do a little more because... I just get the feeling that there's going to be a point in time when I'm going to need a Rumble account. <laughs> one of the things I do want to try to do, and it might be a mistake to share this, I have one of those, um, without getting into the brand name right now, but one of those little um, targeting um, bullets that you put in your, your handgun, and you it's a laser it's a laser, it's your laser target, and you work on your um, you, your aim, and, and you practice that way. I I need to crack that out of the. I bought it for Christmas last year. I bought Mr. Holstein and myself one, 
and uh, we haven't even tried them yet so I need to get that out and do that because I just think it's it's time it's time I need to I need to work on my target practice and that's it's supposed to help save on ammunition and stuff and I know that YouTube probably isn't going to appreciate it so I need to um, um, I need to uh, probably post those on Rumble. Thank you, Seth. I, I, I think so too. I've been hesitant to get it out because I don't have a good place to, to use it. So I, in, in the process of getting the roof on the building, there's been some um, particle board, uh, enough, big enough pieces of particle board to tack a, um, a silhouette on. And I can make a small target and I can do that outside. I'm still hesitant to use it in the house. <laughs> Don't ask me why. But I have I have a couple of targets that I got with it. And um, the range is a long way from me. And it's outdoors. So there's not a good place for me to go practice. And uh, I need to practice. I'm, I'm, I'm rusty. I haven't had mine out um, practicing in a while. So I want to take care of that. But uh, I tell you what, I'm going to go for now because I do have to go put the birds up for the night. I don't keep them in a an automatic situation. I don't have automatic doors on their coop. And I just kind of wanted to stop in and and just talk a little bit and, and reach out and say hello to a few folks. And I'm glad you guys uh, stopped by and said hello as well. Um, mark it down. Thumbs it up. Um, you know, subscribe if you like. Uh, subscribe on uh, on Noster and uh, make sure that you, you see because I do usually try to announce and I provide the links over there. I was looking for, I thought, I've tried Noster nests before uh, back in the spring, late spring. And it trying to run it along with StreamYard on my um, equipment here, just it bogs down really hard and it freezes up. So I don't have the... Um, the the right processing processor to do that. The, my my laptop is quite an older one, and eventually I do need to upgrade all of this stuff. But right now it still works, so I hate to get rid of it. So the Nostra nests didn't really work for me, and I was looking for a a a Nostra app that or a client that um, that works with video. And I swear I had someone respond to that question that with, is there a video, a client that uh, works with video on Noster? And somebody answered me, Noster Nest. And I thought, that doesn't even sound right. So I checked before I went live this evening, and I didn't see it. Uh, Noster Nest was still an audio only as far as I could see. Um, one of the other platforms, or one of the other clients, I keep wanting to say platforms and stuff, uh, Amethyst might, I guess, but I don't, the Amethyst, the, um, um, I have Amethyst on a tablet that has, um, Google <coughs> on it, or Android, I should say Android. This laptop has, uh, is a Windows-based, um, um, operating, uh, software and, I do use Chrome. I know I shouldn't use Chrome, but I do use Chrome. It's just easy. And um, it um, Iris kind of works on it. Snort hasn't really worked for me for a long time. Um, it it um, it just well, it, I have it open today uh, this evening, and it seemed to work better, but it just was really flaky for a long time. And um, I just quit using it. I mean, I started with, with Snort. It was doing just great. That's where I created my initial Nostra account. And then it just kind of acted stupid. And I took, um, I stopped using it and started using Iris on my, on my laptop here. And um, I have it, well, also on my phone and I have it on the on the android upstairs and but um i like amethyst because amethyst was given me the ability to do surveys 
and uh, it I really enjoyed it then, but I can't use amethyst on my phone. And then uh, Jack Spearco, uh, I use his name all the time, but he'll never know who I am. <laughs> he uh, he kept talking about um, primal, and I'm like primal. Primal? Where to Primal? Primal? What's Primal? How do I get a hold of Primal? So I ended up, I've got Primal on my phone. And I can log in and I can post with it. But it gets flaky. It's, it shows that I've, I've zapped my own posts. And I've notified them a couple of times that, hey guys, it, I'm not zapping my own post. So I open it up and I look at a post that I have, have up and it says, Robin Holstein, zapped your post. And I'm like, I'm Robin Holstein. <laughs> oh. So I, <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. Hey, you guys. Hey, um, yeah, yeah. Get on Noster. It Now, I'll tell you, it's not for the faint of heart. If you're... <laughs> It's not, there are no holds bar on Noster. Noster, you, if you go, if you look at the global, because you will end up with, you have a feed that's global and you have a feed that's your favorites or the people that you follow. And the global stuff, man, I would tell you, it's like just, it's like walking down the streets of San Francisco on there sometimes. It is Mm, some of that stuff is really raunchy. Yeah, it's you're right, Seth. Noster has no supervision. There are no Noster police. You, it's just wide open, and you gotta, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta have some thick skin. Now I'm telling you on some of that stuff. Um, I have tried to mute some folks that are really just off the charts gross what i have found with uh with the clients that i use for noster is that it's just uh, yeah uh getting up with your getting set up with your friends yeah you you need um what i have found is if you if you get your account set up if you, if there's one or two people that you know that you can connect with there and you can start looking through people that they're connected with don't like connect with all of them. They're on one of those uh, clients. You can uh, you can follow all of the people that they follow. Don't do that. I did. I, I hit that. That was a fat thumb mistake I did on one. And it's like 600 people's accounts just was on my Noster account. And I'm like, geez, Louise, how do I get rid of six? I just left them. I just left them. So there's a lot of people there that I don't have any idea who they are um, because there was no way to really go back and filter them out. Um, but yeah, it, you, you want in and find, um, find a few hashtags that are worth following. Uh, Jack Spearco started with, started a thing with the grow Noster. So it was a hashtag G R O W N O S T R. There's no E in Noster N O S T R. And, um, I, I was doing that and I, I connected with a lot of people that way. I really did. Uh, there's still a lot of, um, and I don't have a problem with Bitcoin. I have a little bit of, I have a few Satoshis. I don't have any kind of big magic number of Satoshis. Um, I, but there's an awful lot of um, big Bitcoin fanboys uh, is the best way I can put it. And I put it that way simply because it's raw, raw Bitcoin, raw, raw Bitcoin, raw, raw Bitcoin, raw, raw Bitcoin, raw, raw Bitcoin. There's no substance to any, there's nothing else to their post. I I don't begrudge anybody. Get as much of it as you can. I, I want to find better ways to uh, use it regularly. And um, I'm still investigating this. I'm not as tech savvy as a lot of these folks are. So it takes me longer because I have to figure it all out. <laughs> I have to get comfortable with it. But um, it, it just pollutes my my feed to where there I can't I can't find the people that I want to find. And I'm gonna I'm, I've absolutely come to the realization that I'm going to have to back up and remove some of those people um, 
not because I have an issue with them, but because I, I can't see the feeds of the people that I want to see because of all of that. And um, I, I don't, I, I don't have a problem. I, you know, I'm not against it at all. You know, um, I actually have a few hundred dollars worth of Satoshis. Oh, good night, Seth. Thank you for stopping by. Uh, I'm going to hang out with my teenagers. It is an important age to hang out with and keep those parental uh, guidings going. <laughs> but I'm glad you did stop by and stop by again. I hope so. I hope so. Hope you do. Uh, but it, uh, yeah, it, it is very Bitcoin heavy over there. And I am um, over at Noster. I, I don't, I had a big problem with it, I'd be gone. But I, I'm going to have to call some folks off of my feed so that I can connect with people. I mean, there's like three people I'm connecting with over there because that's all I can see. So, but, uh, well, listen, guys, I'm going to go. I, I mentioned this earlier. I don't have anybody over on Rumble talking to me this evening, although I, um, it says I have five people watching over there, but nobody has said hello. Uh, and that's a shame because I'm going to have to go now. And um, <laughs> I'm like putting the birds in. I don't like to wait. This The sun has, it's been dark outside. So it's uh, 8.36 now. It's been dark outside. I mean, flashlight dark outside for at least 30 minutes. I don't like to uh, leave my birds that that late because um, it, what's happening here is my bangs are too long and they're tickling my face. Um they, uh, there, we have just enough predators that I don't, I don't like having the birds, the coop open this late, but the, the birds will be in the coop, but we could have uh, a raccoon or something get in there. And I want to get out there and get that close. But I just, I'm so glad you guys stopped. I, like I said, I it was just an odd, um, Monday evening that I had some time to, to stop and have a chat. And I'm, I'm really glad that you guys stopped by and, and said hello, especially said hello, especially because if you don't let's say hello, or you don't hit the, the thumb up or, or the subscribe or something, I don't have any idea that you're there and I can't say hello to you. And I can't, uh, I can't interact with you. I don't get to hear your questions or read your questions or, um, uh, you know, just, build a rapport with you or anything, but, uh, um, I'm going to go, going to be back here again tomorrow morning at 10 and that's our regular broadcast at 10 o'clock, uh, Eastern time, two o'clock UTC. <laughs> so I hope to see you guys again later. I'm going to go and thank you so much for joining me. It's really been fun. Talk to you later. Welcome everyone to the Holstein House. So there you have it. Post your comments, do all that boosting, liking, sharing, thumbs up and stuff that helps spread the word and poke the algorithms. Follow me on most of the big social media platforms and look for my name, Robin Holstein or Holstein House. Till next time. Bye-bye.